0: Well, Nat. Whoa. This is it.
1: 100 episodes.
0: Yes. We have been doing this podcast for 100 years. And... (laughs) But by the looks of it, it's slightly more than that. (laughs) And uh, we're very excited. And thanks so much for your support. If if it hadn't been... uh, for, For you and people like you. If it hadn't been as popular as it... Seems to have been, then we probably wouldn't have managed no, to we carry chucked it, going. it in after. We really Before was. Christmas. Yeah, I think we would have not. Um, but if you would like to show the podcast a little bit of support yourself, mm. you can now. We've just yes. launched our new Patreon page. Yes, yeah. If you go to patreon.com slash date you can. Uh, well, well you, you find all sorts of
1: things. There yeah. are badges, there yeah. are exclusive episodes of Two Dads in the History Shed, there are live tickets to events, there's having your own birthday right now. There's so much stuff, Jake. Yeah. There so is. So have a
0: look and uh, why not join us? Become a supporter and we'll love you forever. In the meantime, as a special 100th birthday (laughs) episode, it's time for Two Dads in the History Shed. Two Dads in the History Shed, in association with Irving, specialist wartime memorabilia, Hastings. Each morning I get out of bed I pour myself a coffee and I go out to my shed There I stay for the rest of the day People say I'm out of my head but they're wrong Hello, hello Hello there And <laughs> welcome Welcome
1: indeed Now, first off Yes
0: We've had a lot of emails complaining that we focus too much on the European theatre What?
1: We make absolutely no apology for that Absolutely none at all The European theatre is where all the action It was happened. the best one I mean, we hope, yes, you've got long railways being built by very thin people in the Far East, but uh, really, if you want some top Nazi action, you've got to be looking Europewards. And Nazis are where it's at. You know, you've got to put your hands up and say the Nazis made mistakes, mainly oh. by telling too many people to put their hands up. And Yeah, a...
0: yeah I, I put one hand up, the right yeah. hand. If you haven't heard Two Dads in the History Shed before... Yes! Ooh, uh, where have you <laughs> been? <laughs> you for a treat? You've been living <laughs> under a rock.
1: I mean, I find myself up now... Her indoors is no longer indoors. She's in a separate doors somewhere. I can sit up as long as I like. Uh, no bedtime for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, for uh, me,
1: it's reruns of Shed and Buried on Discovery. Ooh, that sounds... What, what happens in your average episode of that? You don't know! I do not. I've been catching up on box sets of anything with Nick Knowles. A man
0: with the beard of Noel Edmonds and the hair of Peter Stringfellow oh, goes mine, around digging out solid gold, by which I mean old trance motorbikes <sighs> from people's making an offer and doing them up
1: well that sounds like an ideal way of filling the long long lonely nights at home do you miss her? I don't miss mine no, not, not really uh, I mean people's, I mean, it's a, it's a classic figure of fun isn't it in comedy the man whose wife's left her for you know, yeah. the trainer or has left her for another woman mm. well joke's on you this time because my wife left me for no one she didn't even have anyone else to go to she was homeless for a while rather than stay with me so joke is on you
0: well said. Yes. Of course, mine went off with my brother. Now, <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's have the first round then. Yes, indeed. Right, I am going to take you to uh, February the twelfth, uh, nineteen thirty-four. Hello, sorry. What? Not Wrong even podcast, in a podcast, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you say that, but I'm going to t- talk you through one of the most exciting pieces of engineering. To come out of the 1930s. It's the USS Macon. Only the biggest helium-filled dirigible of the 1930s. And tell me what happens. Well, it crashes into the Pacific. That's right, mate. But you know how many people died? Tell me. Two. Just two. But just two. I mean, it could have been much, much worse. That's the thing about your airship. Your airship, when it crashes, crashes very, very slowly. You can get out. You can almost walk away. Plenty of time. Hindenburg, fewer than half the people on that died. Now, if that had been a plane... Boom. The Macon had a structured dual-aluminium hull with three interior keels. It was kept aloft by 12 helium-filled gas cells made from gelatin latex fabric. Oh, come on, thanks very much. Inside the hull, the cell had eight German-made Maybach VL2 12-cylinder 560-horsepower gasoline-powered engines. Tell me if I'm wrong, mate, but it was as long as Tower Bridge. It was indeed as long as Tower Bridge. It was the longest helium-filled vessel ever to have existed.
0: Apart from... Her indoors don't
1: really work because it's not hot air, and she's no longer indoors. <laughs> the rows of slot there were rows of slots in the hull above each engine for condensing out water vapor from the engine exhaust gases for use as buoyancy compensation ballast to compensate for the loss of weight as fuel was consumed. Now, if that isn't an intriguing solution to your engineering problems, I don't know what is.
0: They had a skyhook system, I believe. What? That biplanes could attach onto. Yes, they used it as an aircraft carrier to
1: literally carry aircraft. Unbelievable. Brilliant, mate. Uh, it is my... Well, what's your favourite airship? Uh, Graf. Yeah, got to be Graf because that's as big as Hindenburg, but didn't crash. Yeah didn't blo-
0: and you know i am very into people and i don't, you know i don't like the idea of death
1: no if i've said one thing about you it is you are a people person
0: a few convivial comrades yes in With some a foaming ale. in a samuel Smith. Oh, yes please no telephones no telephones allowed at your sam smiths thank you very much anyway let me take you to the 12th of february mm-hmm 19, uh, my reading is coming no, on. No, it's
1: really going well. It's really of going much better. very yes,
0: 1941. Oh. And who's come Go to tea then. in Tripoli? Ooh.
1: It's Rommel. Oh, here he comes. The Desert the Fox. The Desert Fox. Yes.
0: Thank you very much. The
1: hottest man to be in the hottest place on the planet. Well, we're going to
0: come on to that, actually, mate, because we've had a letter. Ooh. Now, Rommel, incredible guy, actually. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of people Big time. necessarily know that he took poison to protect his family. What?
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good way of protecting anything, mate.
0: No, he was—he uh, was given a choice: take a short car ride during which you take poison. Yep, and your family name and the lives of your wife and children will be spared, or Ooh. face public trial and be executed along with your family, mate. That's
1: not for me. I'm afraid I would go on public trial every time. Afraid so. Yep.
0: She would have got it instead of the two-bed semi in St Albans uh. and the Sayat. So, a website. I, I read up on this because oh, I, yeah. I was boning up on Rommel what? last night. On a website? On not, a
1: website. Not a book from Pen and Armour Books, our favourite publisher of Militaralalia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they said,
0: uh, in summary, a sad end to a chivalrous man. who was loyal to his country and a great leader of men, as well as a great loss to Germany.
1: Well, a great loss to all of us. A great loss loss. to, I think, daytime television. I think Rommel would have been a great presenter of quiz shows. This
0: morning with... Erwin Rommel. Holly and Erwin. That's
1: mine for this round. That's a great one. Always good to get Rommel in early. That was all four portions of your recommended daily amount of Rommel. Let's do the birthdays. (laughs) To Simon McCorkindale, the lead actor of Manimal, who won the part by being able to change into a panther at the audition. <sighs> Happy birthday to Nicholas Soames, the grandson of Winston Churchill, who, when he made love with a lady, was described as it being like having a wardrobe fall on top of you with a key poking out. You know what that says to me? It says that you can still get some even when you're fat. Who said Des- that? Despite <laughs> what my wife's, I don't know, some slag. Someone said that though about him. They did. Grandson of Grandson Churchill. Churchill. Grandson of Churchill. That is the penis. That's a respect. That's the penis that came out of the penis that came out of the penis that stopped the war. So... <laughs> So, happy birthday to Rina Kawae, a Japanese actress and model, and she was also on Japanese Idol, the girl band AKB48. She's a, a big fan of hers. Are you, you aware of her work? Uh, I, I'm... I,
0: no, but some of her... Yeah, some of her fellow country ladies.
1: Absolutely. I'm extremely well, it's, it's familiar with. It's a big birthday bump. It's a bumper birthday. Looks like it's also happy birthday to Nana Ikura, the Japanese model and actress. Uh, there's not a lot about her on the internet apart from photographs, but that was fine. I just generally looked through has
0: those. She, has she done any of the tentacle
1: stuff? No, no, that's, oh, right, that's no, the, no, no, no. But happy oh, birthday no. to Park Bo Young, the South uh, Korean actress right. who was in Strong Girl Barsoon, Oh My Ghost, uh, Werewolf Boy. Scandal Mobsters and On Your Wedding Day. <laughs> and that is all the birthdays <laughs> that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Happy death day. Moving on to the death days. Death Days 1935, Who Should Die But George O. August Escoffier, only the chef de guerre in the Franco-Prussian war. He worked at the Ritz. He learned how to cook horse on the front in Russia. What a great guy. Happy Death Day to Anna Anderson. Oh, the woman who... She claimed that she was uh, Princess Anastasia, who, of course, she wasn't. She was dead in a cellar in Yekaterinburg. You're not her. Disgusting. You're never going to be her. Lying. Who's your favourite royal imposter? Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah. So... For me, it's Perkin Warbeck every time. Of course it is. Both of them. Yeah. Uh, Also, happy death day to uh, Eugene Esmond, who led the attack on the Scharnhorst and Gneisenau in six fairy swordfish. They took off without their fighter escort, uh, and they were all shot down and fell into the English Channel, but he won a Victoria Cross after his death for his bravery. The captain of the Gneisenau said, Poor fellows, they are so very slow. It is nothing but suicide for them to fly against the big ships. Showing typical German contempt for the fairy swordfish there. Yes, it was an incredibly slow plane, and it was a biplane well out of its time, which it should never have been used in the Second World War, but actually its extraordinary slowness was part of its strength.
0: And the weird thing is, fairy swordfish is my hotmail address. Yeah. Yeah. 12th of February, sorry, 1943, Ooh. and a very sad day for the U-boat fleet. Oh, dear. U-69 and U-442. Was my favourite one. Well, then you'll know it sank. It perished. Today, yep, uh, just off the North Atlantic.
1: It sort of flipped upside down. Did it? U-69 did.
0: Yep, that's right. And four four two off Cape St Vincent. Very very sad day. I hate to imagine the men there struggling away, or you know, before perhaps before they uh, they sank. You know, very hot down there. Probably would have been stripped to the waist. Yeah, I would. I would imagine rippling,
1: rippling mm, with the effort of it all. Yeah, probably a light dusting of sweat.
0: uh, Well, very much uh, a glossy rivulets. Yeah, down just down the small of the back there. Sort of pooling under the mm-hmm.
1: pectorals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean mm-hmm. something that you could remove with just mm. one thing or a tongue. You can just get inc- it off anyhow. Yeah, yeah.
0: And an incredible smell. Ah, oh, the musk. The mm. musk of war. The musk war. of a U-boat. I'm told.
1: He's U- unforgettable. Yeah. I've talked to- once torpedo stands for unforgettable musk boat.
0: Once torpedo very often uh the the winning mm. combatant uh they they'd row out very quickly to sniff the bubbles as they came up because because <laughs> <laughs> it was a wonderful
1: rich aroma that aroma i am trying to recreate the a u-boat the uh, how is that u-boat going you're doing your replica replica garden yeah. interior aren't you just I am, it's actually um, it's not quite one to one scale i'm doing it at one to 1.4 scale it's slightly bigger than a u-boat because i'm quite claustrophobic um I'm going to take you to the 12th of February, 1429. Hold the fun now. Hang on there. 1934. I'll let it slide. And we're too focused on the Second World War, whereas there are other English victories against the French for all of history, and there are. This one, one of the finest, Battle of the Herring. Ah, oh, yeah. John Falstaff takes on the Duke d'Orleans to defend some herring and beats him. That's, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's the French and the Scots together. Classic English, beating the French and the Scots put together. Legends. The Scots run in at the beginning, clearly. Probably ululating. U- uh, the French say they'll be along in a minute and don't turn up. Typical French.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Uh, so, we win. There are probably between four and 800 French casualties. The Scots get completely wiped out. Bring it on. England 1, France 0. Incroyable. <clears throat> I don't know what that means. Do
0: you ever, uh, do you ever think, try and you know, in your head, try to reconcile the funny discrepancy, perhaps in your mind, perhaps in mine, yeah, of uh, people very, very proud of the achievements of England and yes. the English, yes, versus our complete, almost fetishising fascination with the Nazis.
1: No, I mean, I think we, the Nazis themselves. You've got to be able to separate the Germans from the Nazis. That's very important. I admire the German. Look, we what? beat no, we no, beat right, the yeah. Nazis. Yeah, but we can still admire the German in them. Do you
0: ever try to imagine yourself as being the German in them?
1: I think it's always important to put yourself in other people's shoes, or trousers, or big leather trench coats.
0: Yeah, I'm going to imagine myself in them. Yeah, later. Well,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, thanks very much for your letters. Ooh. We've got some letters. Monday Club Tony has written in to ask, which German officer do we think about the most when we're trying to get to sleep? We talked about Rommel
1: earlier. He's a go-to, but I've... I I think the large, pillowy breasts of a Goering would be uh, on my mind as I drift off to slumberland. Just
0: suckling gently. For me, it's... I I
1: believe he could suckle a whole host of piglets.
0: Now, judge away, I'm going with a Belgian. Ooh. Lucien Lippert. Oh. Now, he was uh, born in Luxembourg, Belgium, in 1913, member of the Belgian army, then... Like Monsieur Juncker. Along come the Nazis, uh. and he joins up.
1: Does he indeed? Becomes, uh, Belgians first to join up, usually. They're very yeah, much joiners.
0: Becomes a member of the volunteer Vallon Legion, and in June 1943 becomes the SS-Sturmbann-Führer, commanding the reorganised Walloon Legion. Mm. Killed in action at the village of Nova Buda in central Ukraine in forty four. But there's a photo of him you can find online. He's got a very firm, jutting jaw, yep. slightly hooded eyes, oh, hiding... Like Paul McCartney. Who knows what dark thoughts...
1: Like Paul McCartney.
0: Yeah, of some sort of loose, playful reggae.
1: Yeah or of a, you know, bunch of singing frogs
0: Something like that. Who knows what's going what's on in going there? What's going on in Paul
1: McCartney's head? You just I can't know tell anymore.
0: I'd like to be what's going on in there. Uh, yeah.
1: That's it yes. from us. Well, what a day that was.
0: Yep, very uh, very happy century to you. Yeah, happy, cent- happy 100 episodes to you. And uh, we will be back in more recognisable form tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow! It's Dresden Day! Yes! Oh, all Dresden, all day on Two Dads in a History Shed. That's us. Roust. That's... <laughs> oh. Oh my
0: God. I really love my shed. Two so dads in the history shed in association with Irving, specialist wartime memorabilia, Hastings.